it is Friday. How's everyone doing? It is almost 10.30 here in Illinois on Friday, October 28, 2022. It's the last day I'll be here with you guys in October. Next time I come back on Tuesday, it will be November. But it will still be Scorpio season, right? So, a lot of stuff happening. Today, Jupiter who is retrograde, re-enters Pisces for a little bit of time from now until, I believe, December 20th. It'll be here till December 20th, retrograde. And while it's retrograde, it's gonna start to wake up. So it says, according to cafeastrology.com, this is the last of the three part of Jupiter moving into. Pisces, then moving back out, then moving back in, then moving back out. So now it's back in, and this is the last time it'll be here for a long time. And then it's going to go permanently into Aries um, this December 20th, and it'll be there for a little bit longer. Okay? So Jupiter expands our awareness of our spirituality and our compassion. It encourages to embrace compassion, imagination, spirituality. It opens up. We, attracted, we attract good fortune to us when we are charitable, tender, devoted, compassionate, giving, and when we look out for the underdog, which I have to say, I really do do that. <laughs> We're idealistic and are less ambitious about money. We're more motivated to give than to receive, which is exactly the holiday season re-entering. Faith in the basic goodness of people can bring about positive circumstances or good luck. So all these things are inherently abundant in Pisces, but also the opposite of that is also inherently obvious in Pisces too, where Pisces can be depressed, um, vague, um, not able to have faith. They don't believe, they lose their faith. Um, it's better as a Pisces if you can not become negative, which really can happen. I know it happened to me in my younger days when I became a little negative about certain things happening in my life weren't going correctly. I lost faith. And faith is a huge part of my spread. It's something that I have an abundance of. So for me to lose faith when I was younger, it was because the powers that were in my life were stopping me from doing what I needed to do for my soul to evolve. And yes, Pisces can also be a little naive and they can get in lots of trouble themselves. So they need to be protected. And so protection doesn't mean put someone into a birdcage, right? Protection means watching out for them and giving them the best advice you can, but you can't stop things from happening if they're going to happen. So that's another thing about Pisces is that sometimes Pisces sun can be very controlling uh, because Jupiter is a huge giver. And so Jupiter also enhances all the things that you have into abundance, right? So if you're a little bit negative or a little fearful as a Pisces, these can become exaggerated with Jupiter here. So there's always good and bad side, high side, low side. If you can stick to the high road during this time um, of these planetary movements, you will come out shining. But if you go to the low side and give in to your fears 
um, by the time New Year's comes and Mars wakes back up, you could be in a situation that you did not think you created, but somehow you did through your intentions. And intentions really manifest through emotions. Again, we were talking about emotions yesterday and how passive aggressiveness is becoming much more prevalent as Mars gets ready to sleep. And so these are things we need to learn to let go of, these, these prejudices we have towards people, towards ourselves, um, expectations we have for ourselves, for others. We have to really release these expectations and only look within yourself for what you need at this time. And that's difficult for a lot of people. Um, they don't ever look inside of themselves. They are surface people. They only want to look good. Doesn't matter what's inside of them. And so if that's the case, this is the time when all that's going to come chopping down on you. So you got to really, really have to learn to be mindful, meditate during this time. And I behoove you to do that because it's, it's, if you fight the, if you fight the flow of what's happening right now, it's not going to be pretty when the new year begins for you. So try not to fight that flow, go with the flow. And then when something happens that you don't like, really sit and meditate on it and wonder why, 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 why is this happening? Okay? And don't blame others. Don't blame yourself. Just understand that life has challenges. It's an obstacle course. You know, in an obstacle course, I have a hard time climbing up the wall. So I know for myself that if I run into that wall, I got to climb over that wall. And so that's what I've been doing through these meditations. And now I'm trying to help you get over that wall yourself because it is a pretty high wall when you look at it and you have to face all these things. It can be overwhelming. So don't let it overwhelm you. Just know that everything is baby steps. One day at a time. Take your time. Focus on positivity. Love yourself. No matter what, forgive yourself for all the things you've done that you maybe think hurt other people. Because that only hurts you if you sit there and focus on that. So really think about forgiving yourself for anything that you think you deserve punishment for. Because you're only human. That's why we're here on earth. If we didn't want to make mistakes, we would have stayed up in heaven with our wings. But we came down to earth to see what it's like, what it's like to be a human. And humans have a lot of fun. Okay, so the moon is still in Sagittarius even until tomorrow, um, but then it's going to move to Capricorn early morning at 8.22 a.m., which is my birthday, 8.22 a.m. in Illinois, and it's going to square Jupiter, okay? So when the moon squares Jupiter, okay, well the moon's in Capricorn. Now the moon's in Sagittarius, so the square Jupiter in Pisces. Now what does this mean? It means that we throw away superficial manners of communication in favor of deep conversations because Mercury is moving into Scorpio. So tomorrow the big day is that the moon's gonna move into Capricorn early in the morning. Mercury is going to run into Jupiter and they're going to have a little misunderstanding. And then Venus and Neptune are going to have a little misunderstanding. 
And so Mercury and Jupiter are going to have this little meeting when Mercury leaves Libra. And it's going to run into Jupiter. And it says here that we may overestimate our abilities to underestimate the situation. We may over or underestimate our abilities and the situation. Or we might seesaw. So you basically you can't make up your mind or you're feeling weak. So no action needed. Meditation needed, right? And so Mars is getting ready to go to sleep on Sunday. So as Mercury moves into Scorpio tomorrow, Saturday afternoon, it's going to be there till November 17th. We seek truths in all things hidden or, uncover, or undercover. It is time to probe, investigate, observe, and focus. We're looking for motivations. This is what Scorpions are about. What is your motivation? What are your intentions? And Scorpio is exceptionally sharp, profound, and analytical. Thinking tends to be one-track-minded and perhaps obsessive. So, again, when you have Pluto and Mars in this sign, you're going to be aggressive. And Pluto deep dives, so you're going to be obsessively deep diving into situations, and you're going to be a detective. So Scorpios make the best detectives, and it's not a mistake that a lot of shows are coming out right now that are detective type shows, you know, like Dahmer, um, which is really digging deeply into his psyche, why he was the way he was. And it all goes back to being a kid and how he was treated as a child, right? And that is only going to happen more as Saturn gets ready to move into Neptune. We're going to deep, dig, deep, dig deeply into motivations and how our childhood really affected us and how it has shaped the world the way we're treated as children. I mean, when you deep dive into the ex-president's life, you see that growing up, his father um, was really huge in his life and he always wanted to really please his father, ex-president Trump there. So as you can see, that's motivation for a lot of people is to please their parents, right? Um, and then on Sunday, Mars stations and turns retrograde. There can be some difficulty knowing what we want as the shifts occur. It occurs until January 12, 2023. We need to reassess. We need to think again about what we desire. We need to, rather than directly asserting what we want, we are more reflective and cautious. But because it's in Gemini, communicating center, a hub of communication, Gemini's, and it's the twin where you want to be with someone else and you want to use that energy to get forward. When Mars is here, it's going to give you a different type of feeling than to say it's retrograde in Aries, it's home. Or it's retrograde in Scorpio. So it's actually retrograde in Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury. But it's going retrograde during a Scorpio season, which it rules. So how does all this interpret out? It says that while it's here, it's going to be passive aggressive. Stalling of intellectual and mental initiatives. We shift gears. We might reserve judgment. And the moon's in Capricorn at the same time keeping things kind of stable, right? But Capricorn, don't forget, it's the father. 
So as Mars goes to sleep, Capricorn is a uh, Mars on steroids. Capricorn is ruled by Mars in a higher octave of Saturn, right? So Saturn's also awake. And so all this is happening and it's really going inside and making us look deeply into our motivations, our intentions. And for a lot of people, it's going to affect your home, your love life, the way you communicate with your partner, the way you communicate with your children, people in your house. It's more of a personal transit transit that's happening until now until January although the outer planets are pushing for change but the change that's happening out there is going to affect in here so what does retrograde mean right we talk about that I know it confuses my family sometimes a retrograde is 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 not really the planet going to sleep the earth's the Earth's path is an oval. It's not a circle. It's an oval. So as the Earth travels around the sun, the way that it can see other planets it's passing by is that, oh, there it is. It's moving. It's moving, right? But when a planet, the outer planets are so far away, or even Mercury, when the Earth goes into, an, into the elliptical orbit, sometimes it appears that planet is sleeping, but it's not. It's just so far away, it seems like it's standing still. It's kind of like a mirage when you're driving in the desert. It seems like nothing is moving. The desert, it all stays the same. The mountains up there very far away, it takes forever to get to that mountain. Especially if you're driving from Vegas to LA, it just seems like, you know, there's no change, and that's kind of what a retrograde is. Is when you're on this road, there's a mirage up there. It looks like, oh, you're near, but it's not. It's just a mirage, right? And then you look out here, oh, it's still the desert. And it looks just the same as the desert back there, but it's not. It's different. So that's what a retrograde is. It's a trick of the eye. But because it's so far away, it appears to be standing still. It affects its pull on our chemicals in our body. So if it's so far away that it appears to be sitting still, we call it a retrograde, meaning that it's so far away that it's, its pull on our chemicals in our body isn't as strong, it's weak. So that's what's happening with Mars and Gemini. It's so far out there in Gemini that it appears to be asleep in Gemini, but it's not, it's moving, it's just moving a lot appears to be moving a lot slower than earth right because they're so far away it takes forever it takes us one day to go around the sun whereas it might take mars many more days i don't really know exactly it's about astrologists or astronomers i mean so when you see these things happening you know like it takes jupiter two years to go around the sun it takes pluto i believe 28 years or something like that don't quote me on any of these things but that's what retrograde basically means that it appears that these things are sleeping but they're really not kind of like just like i described it in a desert so when you hear retrograde mars and re mars i mean mars mercury when you hear retrograde mercury mercury goes to sleep at least three or four times a year because of the way 
it looks from the earth when we're moving around the sun as Mercury's also moving around the sun. It might be hidden for a minute from us. So that's what's happening, just like an eclipse. The sun might be hidden for a minute because the moon is in front of it because it's next to the earth. So it appears larger than the sun, but it's a lot smaller than the sun, right? So these are all illusions and these illusions affect our chemistry in our body and they affect in such a way that we can fall into these illusions and and not understand why we're feeling this way and as a child i know for myself it really affected me especially as i got older and the planets were pushing me closer to being what i am now a spirit guide as, as the planets pushed me closer to this, I got in a huge car accident because I wasn't listening to what my instincts were telling me at the time. I was very confused, um, being from another country without oh, all these excuses, whatever. But it really affected me to where I, the car accident came and it was like a total eclipse. Um, it completely shut out a certain part of my life where I was acting a certain way. And it opened up a new way for me to think. And it affected me so profoundly that my life completely changed. You know, the, what I was going to do changed. I was, I was a computer science major because I have a knack for computers even back in the 80s when they were just beginning. I just could speak the language of a computer. Um, I went to USF to program, and uh, and I did that for a while, and then I got in a car accident because I had never experienced life like I had when I was in college, which was the freedom to do and be what I wanted. I didn't ever had that before in my life, this freedom. And I didn't know what to do with the freedom. It was like a horse coming out of the gate, you know? Boom! Here you go, you know? running around the track um but anyways everything happens for a reason and this is where i'm at now today everything happens for a reason and you have people in your life that are karmic and they'll always be with you no matter what happens and that's when you know that you are soul so if there's someone soulmates if there's someone that was in your life when big things happened to you those people are soul mates or soul karma they're here to help you through that portal so right now it's a very karmic time whenever you're in scorpio season in the month of the 10 it's a very karmic time and today is the seven of hearts coming off of the eight of heart and the seven of heart and the eight of hearts are karma cousins so the seven of heart when they move to 50 years old they move to the eight of heart so the seven of heart is about unconditional love the card of faith. Again, all sevens are the card of faith. Having faith that you have enough love in here for yourself and to give to other people. And that really comes in today with Jupiter moving back into Pisces. And, and Rihanna released her song as we went into the Seven of Heart Day. And it's the beautiful, most beautiful song I think she's ever sang. Um, 
and it's called Lift Me Up. And I just, ah, oh, she's a Pisces. I'm a Pisces moon, so I love everything she does. Um, she represents that unconditional love that you have inside, but it's difficult to show because you're afraid of getting hurt, right? And so, as you can see with her and Chris, um, her first love that made huge news was he was abusive towards her. That happens a lot to Pisces women. Uh, and if it's your moon, it really, it really colors your love life like mine. You wanna, you wanna love people. You just want love as a Piscean. Um, but again, they can clog, fog, clog fog up your your sense of uh, sensibilities, your common sense sometimes. And that's what happened to me when I was younger is I didn't understand what love truly entailed because um, the way I grew up, a lot of times people didn't really love unconditionally. So I didn't understand love that um, these people weren't really love. They weren't really representing love. They were representing control. What you think love is, is controlling someone, right? You want someone to act a certain way. You want them to give you love the way you give love. And that's what you're searching for your whole life is to be loved. That's what Rihanna's song is about. But also in searching for that love, everyone loves. Everyone can love you, but can they love you the way you want to be loved? And that's really what happens is that until you can learn to love yourself, you don't really know what that love you're looking for is. You see your mom and dad's love, you see your grandparents' love, you see love on TV, you see love in soap operas, you see love in the movies, you hear about love in songs, you see teenage love, you see young adult love, you see old, old people love. So there's so many different types of love that we're here to experience and we're each individually experiencing them on our own okay even when you're with someone else and let's say you're married you're sharing a love that creates a family you're still in that love alone because if you aren't in it alone and loving yourself you can't share with that other person correctly because if you don't love yourself you don't know what it is you need and you think what you expect is what you see and learn but it's not always true for you what is it that you need? A lot of people idolize their families and want that love. They say, well, it's perfect. I grew up in this great house. I, I love the way my parents are. My parents got, you know, left each other and came back together. I love that type of love, okay? That doesn't always mean that's what you need. Um, if your parents live in one spot their whole lives and still hang around their high school friends, it doesn't mean that's what you need for your soul to expand, right? So a lot of times we get caught up in these love situations and Pisces is no different than anyone else. And as you can see, Rihanna, she was abused and it's taken her a long time to have a baby with someone. And I don't believe they're married, they could be, but that's another Piscean thing is that we don't really believe in marriage because as a moon Pisces, we don't really believe it. We believe in the fairy tale, but as we get older, we understand that it's a fairy tale. And having a, a piece of paper that says how much you love each other and saying the vile vows, 
uh, love till death do we part. We know that's not true. Many people get divorced many times and they might still love the other person, but they're not married to them. So what is the marriage about, right? So that's where we're at back in the world right now is we're trying to see as Saturn gets ready to move into Pisces, we're going to see exactly what these fairy tales are about. In the new movie on Netflix, which I was anticipating, I just watched yesterday, called The House, I mean, The School of Good and Evil. Charlize Theron's in it. Um, and uh, my favorite woman there, Michelle, we shows up at the end. But I'm telling you, if you watch that, it is nothing like you expect it to be. And that's really what life is. For you, for me, everybody has their own interpretation of good and bad, good and evil, love and hate, lust. So until you get a grip on it, you don't really know what's going on. So that's why I always behoove people to take their time and know who they are before they get married. And you can know who you are by the time you're 22. Or you can know who you are by the time you're 12. Or you can know who you are by the time you're 50. It took me until my 30s um, to understand who I was into my early 40s. And then I had another baby at 42 because I found what it was that I needed in my life. And uh, I had another baby. <laughs> and he's a little Gemini. So that lets you understand who I am. I, I am looking for my twin always right because the two of diamond uh that rules me it's karma cards are the ace of heart ace of diamond to a heart so that's what i'm here to see is what would make me the happiest and that's what the pisces moon does so everyone who has pisces in them is on a quest to see if spiritually they have a mate somewhere out there because that's what Pisces want love, 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 right? So as we shift gears into the moon and Capricorn and Mercury going into Scorpio. Mercury goes into Scorpio. Retrograde Jupiter goes into Pisces. Both water signs. And then the moon goes in the Capricorn, who loves Pisces. Capricorn and Pisces get along very well, just like Scorpio and Pisces get along well. So here we have Pisces moving into Scorpio, into, um, ah, into Pisces. And here, Mercury and Scorpio will get along very well with Jupiter and Pisces. And the Moon and Capricorn will get along very well with Jupiter and Pisces. Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces. Now it's ruled by Neptune. But Jupiter also rules Sagittarius. And that's the moon we're moving out of, is the moon in Sagittarius. So all these things that's happening is really supporting our adventurous side. Even though Mars is asleep, we still can have adventure. We still can do things that we planned on doing. We just can't be obsessive about it. And we can't go at it gung-ho. If we haven't planned it all out yet, we have to really take baby steps and plan for it, maybe for January. And so these are things we're thinking about. And again, like I said yesterday about Mars, um, if you're ruled by Mars at all, you are going to feel this passive aggressiveness towards other people. 
you need to meditate, try not to lash out. Um, if you have some anxiety, take some gummy bears. CBB gummy bears are really good for you. Um, and CDB gummy bears will chill you out and allow you to sit there for a minute and think and be in silence. Um, try to really do things for yourself this weekend, okay? All right, peace. Um, we do have to talk about some famous people, so I'll be right back. So it's been one of those days. I've had to uh, go into the door three times today. Uh, so today's cards are the Seven of Heart, ruled by the Jack of Heart, which is his Mar uh, Mars card, and his Pluto card, the King of Diamond. So I told you that earlier, the Seven of Heart is about unconditional love, and this Mars card, being the Jack of Heart, means that they're going to sacrifice a lot for someone younger than themselves, usually kids. And that makes sense with the Seven of Heart, right? Because you're willing to give your kids unconditional love, and be there for them. And the King and Diamond Pluto card really talks about the highest suit of values. Learning how to have the highest suit of values, which is the one-eyed king, um, will help the seven of heart to be able to get over heartache quicker. Um, so their Pluto card is challenging them to release expected values from love. Like I said earlier, which is expecting things from love that doesn't ever come because this is what you think love means. And expecting something from somebody who can't live up to what it is you need personally to be happy in love. Everyone has their own map, their own chart of what would make them happy in love. And sometimes you expect things from someone and they don't show love the same way you show. Like personally, I'm not in the PDA, so I wouldn't really want to be around someone that wants to hug and kiss all the time in public. I don't mind it occasionally, I just don't want it all the time, like especially on the red carpet, you know? Um, so these are things that, you know, whereas I might let love someone that loves PDA. So I either adjust to it or I don't. I've learned to adjust to it. Occasionally I'll do it and occasionally I won't. Um, so that's how that goes. And not everyone shares love the same way. Not everyone has the same values. Not everyone grew up in the same way. And I said this earlier too, is that a lot of times it's easier to marry someone from where you grew up because you have the same values and you have the same type of family dynamics and you understand, you know, like let's say your mom is a working mom, you might marry someone who has a working mom because you understand what it's like to have a working mom. And then you two might get married and your mom and you might decide to stay home and not be a working mom because you didn't like it that your mom worked. Or you did like that fact that your mom worked and you look for someone who's gonna work like your mom worked because you know you're gonna need help financially. And you also know you wanna keep your finances separate. So there's all different types of ways to be in a relationship, right? And uh, some people don't want kids. Some people want kids. Some people want one kid. Some people want five kids. So these are all the things the Seven of Heart learns through their Pluto card, the King of Diamond, the card of the highest value, which is what values can we mesh together to become two or one. 
So let's use born here. Um, these people will be very, very sweet. Again, we're dealing with the hearts. Um, all the way until, let's see, today is Friday. We got the seven of heart. Saturday's the six of heart. And the six of hearts, my karma card, my past life. And they're ruled by the Jack of Spades, their Mars card, which is also my Venus and Mercury card. And they ruled their Pluto cards, the Ten of Diamond, which is my Saturn and Uranus card. No, it's my Uranus and my Neptune card. So the Ten of Diamond in Pluto speaks about dealing with money and inheritance. And then on Sunday, Wait, see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the five of heart, ruled by its Mars, nine of heart, unconditional love, and its Pluto card, the nine of diamond, which would speak about dealing with the changing of values. You're a five of heart, you're a restless soul, you're a baby. You can only be the five of heart three days out of the whole year, and this is the first year to be the five of heart. I know because my third son is a five of heart born in after Jesus Christ and so it's a difficult um, some people are ruled by the five of heart but to be born outright it's only three days so these we're speaking with some very very young souls that are here to learn what do I do when I have a change of heart what do I do what do I do and then Monday's the four heart which is the heart of the home ruled by its Mars card the eight of heart which is the playboy card so these people have a lot of emotional power which they can abuse because they're also ruled by their pluto card the eight of diamond which is the crown line card so these people here are truly learning about what it means um, to love your family and what your family can do for you and so that's where we're at with scorpio season and the person born there that really people talk about, the astrologists talk about, is for a heart, eight a heart, eight a diamond person is Roseanne Barr. If you remember Roseanne Barr, um, she really was controversial. She went to sing that national anthem and she was saying it like, I'll say, can you say? She really did a number on that song and people booed her. They're like, don't, don't disrespect it. You know, have some class. You were asked to sing. And she's a four heart. The heart of the home. And she was singing the national anthem that way. So, that's what you got to think about is when you're a card, what, what is your message? And she was trying to say the message that all of it's a facade. It's all a bunch of fake bull crap. Which is a scorpion thing to say. And, and when they say it, you, you should listen. <laughs> they don't just talk. So let's see who's born here today on the seven of heart, jack of heart, king of diamond day. That I recognize anyways. Devin Murray, 33 movie actor. Joe Thomas, 38 TV actor. Um, Annie Potts, 69 movie actress. I love her. She hasn't been around lately. I don't recognize some of these people. Oh, Brad Paisley, 49, country singer, pretty famous. Finn Whitrock, 37, soap opera actor. He's an actor now. He's in that movie with um, Mila Kunis. 
about the luckiest girl in the world, you should watch that. Mila, everything Mila does is deep diving. I believe she's a Scorpio. I'll find out here soon. Joaquin Phoenix, 47, movie actor. Love him. Don't You can't even explain it. Nolan Gould, 23, TV actor. Sierra McCormick, TV actress, 24. Matt Smith, 39, TV actor, House of the Dragons. He plays Daemon Targaryen. With his sword right off with the guy's head. <laughs> he's so badass. Now you know why he plays that role so well, because he's a Scorpio. Lola Tung, 19 TV actress. Troine Belisario, 36 TV actress. Frank Ocean, 34 pop singer. Oh, I love Frank Ocean. His voice is so... It touches you. That's why. Julia Roberts, all-time favorite, 54 movie actress. Caitlyn Jenner, 72, who used to be... What did Caitlyn Jenner's name used to be? Did I forget? No. I think I did forget what his name is. It's Jenner. Bruce Jenner. See how completely he's morphed into Caitlyn Jenner from Chris Bruce Jenner? To Caitlyn Jenner. And that's a seven of heart, jack of heart, king of diamonds. So he's reached his king of diamond in his life where he willing to come out and say, this is what I value most, being a woman. Bill Gates, 66, entrepreneur. And do we need to top up Bill Gates? So that's it for today. It's extra long. I'll be back November 1st on Tuesday. We're still in Scorpio season, but by then Mars will be asleep. Mercury will be in Scorpio completely. And the moon will be in Capricorn getting ready to move into Aquarius. So we got some stuff happening in November also. Um, it's a great time. Don't be afraid of the planets. Just be able to just manage your anxiety and your impatience and your words, the way you communicate. Everything should be fine. Always run everything inside of yourself first and check that what you're doing and saying is helping others because otherwise Mars asleep has won and now you're causing trouble. <laughs> okay. Appreciate you. I'll be back. Okay, bye.